0: Secret Friends Unite.
1: Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 446. This is your guide to the geek side, and I am one of your hosts, Todd Terrifying Oxtra, joined by Charlie uh, Chilling Carden.
0: Terrifying! Did you did you not take a shower this morning? It's okay. I can't no, I smell did. it. Oh, I okay. I feel good. so good now. I feel so. I f- so feel bright so, and airy. after a, a, a more a, like a, a night of what like like stalking like a serial killer like like some of the trail like this trailer we're gonna watch later you know and the fact that it's I needed over. a shower Charlie
1: that's just my one thing that I did I I was hanging out with friends <laughs> we went to a pumpkin thing on Friday really cool at the zoo they're lit up there's a million of them it's beautiful great time. My my friend who has been on the show, Stephen Shaskin, he's a children's illustrator um, and, and and book author. And he was telling me, hey, Todd, I know you're into Leeds Collectibles. Um, check out this place. So I went there and he says the owner's a little persnickety. He's big into like vinyl. He doesn't a vinyl audio podcast, all this no stuff. Boy. So I went to a shop to check it out. It's Collectibles. And Charlie, it's like, the shops I always warn people about, this is one of those shops. Like,
0: like I was describing like the way Argo's book, my comic shop, used to be under the old owner. It was just piles. Well, and it was this, like, is, this is what's going on still here? modern
1: shop. It's like I'm like, it's so crazy. because oh. It's not comics, but it's all collectibles. So and it's, it's yeah. a mix mash of things. And it's so funny because nothing oh. is organized awesome. very well. Nothing Great. is priced very well in regards. to you can see it. And all the things that are locked away that are probably more worth more. The, the lady running it because the the owner was off doing something. so she was she was basically holding space. Um she didn't have the key. So people were coming and asking about things, and she couldn't do it. She goes, well, just come back. and I'm like, you do never impose your customers to have can, to have to come can back.
0: <laughs> even imagine being in business to not be in business because it's 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 a leitmotif that comes up all the time it's like you know like i said at argos the old owner jim who's a guy i liked but he had this enormous pile of stuff behind the register, and it's like, what is any of that? Maybe there's something in there I would be interested, but how would I the ever know? Of the covenant, no one will have yeah. top men are on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Area 51. So I just, you know, growing, growing. You know, you, you know, you're in logistics and stuff for your job. I grew up, you know, in a small business working for my dad, uh, retail. Uh, so I really learned the value of like, hey, you know what, you got to know what you have. You got to, you got to be able to talk about it, um, and you can't and customer just customer
1: services like, know. Number one, because no shops because you make customers or you lose them.
0: Yeah. People will always be in this, in this day and age, people always be on eBay. Uh, If they're like, Oh, I would really love this figure in your case. Like, Oh look, there's blank, the blank. I'm looking forward to complete my collection of blank. Oh, I can't get at it. Well, now I really realize that it's out there and I'm going to go buy it on eBay. So it's just, Oh my gosh,
1: everything was priced way too high. There was a few things that were unique. There was like the Elvis, uh tour tour van which i've never even heard of before tour as a van. toy it like was a, weird and it had like a kb toy sticker on it so i'm like how oh, old okay. is this thing they had yeah. a lot of old like uh 80s star well probably 90s star trek merch you know oh the though like
0: the playmate like stuff people, like, people yeah always, like the
1: transporter bridge and things yeah like that. people <laughs> always
0: value there always think that that stuff is valuable but playmates figures second to none even carded will be five bucks each.
1: <laughs> Honestly, well, let me guess you look like at this. Things this, that this was three
0: years old. We're yeah. way overpriced. I mean, and, not valuable things, you know, so, you know, I'm kind of a two minds about this. And again, we should probably move on from this, but I'm of two minds about that kind of stuff. A, I'm very interested in supporting a local business, but B, I'm also interested in supporting a vendor that doesn't treat me like I'm stupid because that's yeah. pretty much what that is. I know when I look at, any of the figures, any of the stuff you see behind me, any of the stuff in my figure collection, I really have a pretty good idea what it's worth because I'm a vendor as well. I sell for myself. I sell for our friend John. As if far you're as going figures. to a shop like that, yeah. you
1: probably do too. You're not like yeah, the guy. got Street, Never have, have looked at a collector. You're item. not, yeah. You're, going you're not going to be, most be most so... people g- can search yeah. eBay,
0: find value. Yeah. So Yeah. It most people a can search where... eBay on their phone when they're standing there. Oh, look, there's a 92 Captain Picard, you know, Series 1 Playmates. Oh, it's worth exactly. five bucks. This guy wants 25 bucks. I'm out of here. So anyway... So gonna visit a shop yes you know it, it needs to be
1: a certain way to really justify traveling to it things like that so right um yeah it, it was just a, a weird experience that That's i wanted bizarre. to visit a local I could, shop I could understand a
0: i could understand why you'd want to hose off after that because i certainly have felt dirty it was being gross in a it pretty shitty really shop they had, they had things like a stick like charlie the thing says from the
1: robbery is what it said on the ground. With they're like, so did they get robbed and they got merchandise back? I don't know. Those are questions your
0: customers should not be asking. <laughs> it, you know what? It's that is not the icebreaker I'm looking for, but uh, the segue I'm looking for is this one. where We got we're talking us out about. of weather, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I know. The segue I love talking about is uh, uh, a couple of different things. Number one, we are in day 98 of the SAG-AFTRA strike. Um, I know there were three different days of negotiations this week, but I heard I've heard no news. Going um, back so on I, Monday. No, coming back on my, well that, that's a new, yeah so you know what they got a day off in between to keep picketing uh you know we're very excited obviously that the wga strike ended last week uh and we have those people in play um but the the sag after uh, union members are still fighting for their livelihood please go to entertainmentcommunity.org. isn't it funny how we say org instead of org i don't know like you say com not com i don't know it's it's a weird habit but anyway if you're able to donate uh, to help these people going in their valiant strike, please do so. All right, moving right along, we do love to play homage, or homage if you prefer, to our delightful Patreons. We talked last week about how we've kind of changed our, some of our tiers around. We've streamlined things. Um, so please pop over to patreon.com slash Unite. get all of that wonderful information. Uh, love, as always, to the folks on our Friends with Benefits Level, Corian HD, John Sedorf, the Phoenix sisters cosplay and Mr. Brendan Myers BFF level is Sean Stella and Henry nice the awesome. Nice family and Andy Milliken. We do appreciate you. And Todd, we have a feature this week of assigning a superpower to one of our fantastic patrons. So I'll let you take that one. All right.
1: Corey Hudson from uh, a good friend of ours. He's also a patron, of course. So, um, Corey, so um, he loves um, Disney, he loves video games and things like that. So um, I'm going to give him a great ability, Charlie. Corey has the ability to go inside the Disney vault at any time and rescue one of those classics.
0: Oh, is it going to be Song of the South? It's the only place he can
1: portal into put his hand in and pull out something. Maybe oh he's God. getting Oliver and Company. Maybe he's getting wow. uh, Al- Songs of the South, which it's, has been banned for I decades. I didn't know
0: that, that Oliver and Company was, was off the table. Song of the South, I think, well, it's it's like the you know Star Wars Holiday Special. It'll never be. I don't even, it's not even the Star Wars Holiday Special because I don't think you can find it Anywhere, a scattered well, YouTube clip here and there. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's it. in the dark
1: recesses of the internet. Of yeah, that yeah, have, that will never come out and never be like we're showing this. But what, what, it came from a different what is that?
0: What is that classic expression? They buried it under the jail. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> below I mean?
1: the ET cartridges. Oh my gosh. In, uh, well, I in I, Mexico.
0: I have always admired Corey's uh, mastery of uh, the baseball cap. Uh, the backwards baseball cap Uh, so I would say Corey's Superpower will potentially not as earth moving literally as yours I think Corey has the ability to summon into existence a a baseball cap of his choosing at any time Mm -hmm. so yes so he can he can create it with a color if it's backwards facing maybe he has some kind of message or logo that would be over the top brow obviously it's a fitted cap so it's perfectly attenuated to his noggin but it does have a visage of his liking and I would even go so far to say that while he was recording. If he wanted to focus his energy, if there was a logo there, he could he could change it on Ooh. on cue. So like I think a, that would be. Like that, I a think billboard yeah. that constantly changes. right. So he would be like eat at O's. Don't you remember that from the with <laughs> yes. the the mighty wind? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh,
1: well, thank you, Corey, uh, for being a Patreon, and you never know who's going to be next that will get right.
0: their power up and better be better it. for it. You better believe it. Well, Todd, uh, speaking to better for it, I'm not going to qualify that we're really better uh, for what we're looking at right here. So in October 1991, we had Marvel Comics. This, was th- this is- I'm not even sure this was Star per se. I thought
1: movie. so too. Yeah, Maybe. it's not. And, it's oh. not.
0: Yeah, it's not featuring it on there. And I'm pretty sure Star was an element of the 80s. Star was was a Marvel Comics uh, younger uh, kid-focused imprint, a lot of animated stuff. But from October of 1991, we have ALF issue number 46. And, Todd, you do note that while this is dated in October 1991, which means it had a probably July street dig, it's about three months difference. Uh, the show ended in March of 1990, 18 months prior. Um, so that is very interesting. So That's amazing. <laughs> I know. I just, and, and the fact that 46 issues, I mean, the at this exact same time, I was... <laughs> I was purchasing what I believe was the dramatically short-lived Kid and Play comic. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, but which probably ran, you know, less than 15 minutes. Probably issues. along the times Ren and Stimpy was coming yeah, out too. probably so. But this does, uh, you see Alf, he's sitting, I can't even tell if he's sitting on a couch, but he's looking at four movie posters on his wall, a uh, word bubble directly above his head, and the posters are to the right if you're not watching us on YouTube, if you are, you'll be able to see it. Uh, Alf says, TV sitcoms and comic books are fine, but what I really want to do is direct and let, let, we'll go, we'll go clockwise here. So, uh, upper left is his dances with werewolves. He's doing precisely that, uh, to the right of, to the right of that, we have the crack pock, the crack pocketeer crack pot Yes. Obviously labeled after the, uh, the, the racketeer, uh, lower right hand closer to my own harm. Starch Trek six, where it just looks like all of the characters are in outfits that are too starched and tightly to move, though it looks like... Uh, well, they're eating
1: starched foods.
0: Oh, they're eating like starched... Oh. donuts. bread, donuts. There we go. Yes, I now see pizza. Yeah, I was. you're right. I missed the gag. Maybe it's too small for me. And then finally, we have uh, Permanator 2, fudge slash mint day. Uh, I do see uh, that Alf is uh, dressed as a hairdresser he is uh, doing the do on someone who is eating fudge with a thing of mints at their feet. I, that, that 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 one's a, stretch, a stretch for me. That's, that's a, that's a, stretch. a stretch. Yeah, the, the Fudgement Day. Yeah. And again, this is a sequel. So what happened in the first one? He didn't catch up with Sarah Connor, I guess.
1: You know, you know, bad perm day, you know,
0: bad hair day. I don't know. The first it. one didn't have any ellipses or anything. So yeah. I guess. But you know hair. what? You know what? Who never has a bad hair day? Because she's as bald as a cue ball. I am talking about our senior news correspondent, Madam Webb, at 123 years young. Hair left her a long time ago. So she has a series of really bizarre wigs down there at the corner of Hollywood and Vine waiting to give us the biggest news scoops in the industry so let's go for it
1: now it's time for madam web's rumors and news take it away boys thank you madam web well madam web i just want to let you know that um charlie did get your card and important unfortunately doesn't have any pertinent details like your 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 number your address but it does have like your stats on it and your oh, first appearance like in the Marvel universe. universe so oh
0: there we go so, yeah I mean, you know
1: I don't know if you got a cut from that, uh, Madam Webb or not, but uh, Charlie, uh, I know you place placed it in a place of honor, so enjoy.
0: I did. I put it over in uh, my, uh, my office here, uh, my work from home office, is my childhood bedroom, because of course, April and I live in the house I grew up in, so it is over the eve of the closet door. Right next to a near complete line of the 1998 Star Trek: The Next Generation Galoob action, in action figures. They're not; they their legs bend, but their arms do not. They just do this. And uh, yeah, a figure buddy of mine gave me a bag of them for 15 bucks <laughs> many, many years ago. So I have I all, again. but yeah, I have all, but there were 12 of them, and I think I have nine because the, mm. the other three were kind of rare and hard to find. So, but yes very excited to have is it actually uh, metal because it
1: said metal on the series is it just like foil
0: you know what i was uh, i was too afraid to take it out of the little sleeve so uh-huh. i don't know i okay. it uh there there it will stay but madam webb my compliments looks great all right what do we got this week for some yes. news as if this person hasn't conquered enough of the world oh my goodness Taylor Swift, Charlie, um,
1: as you may know, her Travis Kelsey's potential girlfriend who is on every NFL Network series or TV uh, TV episode now. Um, they're playing the Vikings today, Charlie. So we Ooh. may see Taylor
0: Swift in Minnesota. Don't know. She, I, all, there was there was a game last week. Was it the Lions game last week where she no. showed up and it, it was a game somewhere? Absolutely blew yes. up ticket sales out of control. It was huge yeah yep. and uh you know while the news that we're going to discuss about to me sounds like a highlight she was the very low 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 light of the uh video of the production that april and i will be talking about on a bad trip to the uh, movies with the cardinals uh, oh, which will yes. be out on our patreon by the time you listen to this film called cats So
1: why are we talking about Taylor Swift? Uh, She obviously does have her big movie coming out, her tour movie coming out next week, which is going to be huge. But what we're talking about is why it matters to geeks, because fans are convinced that there's a rumor that she will be playing Dazzler in Deadpool three. There's been someone who's created fan art of her as Dazzler, which really looks really cool. It makes sense. She looks a lot like Dazzler. Dazzler is a comic book character that appeared in X-Men 130, I believe. She was basically mm-hmm. a pop star who had the ability to basically turn sound into light. And mm-hmm. Charlie, there was this long going idea that Jim Shooter oh, yeah, was trying yeah. to get uh, essentially a Dazzler movie made she, back in the
0: he, 80s. Yeah. He was trying to do what later ended up working out for Star Wars with like Shadows of the Empire. It was like yeah. we're going to spin it into a movie and it's going to be an album and it's going to be all this different stuff. So yeah. Yeah. and it just there's, it there's just no, did not did not come to pass
1: yeah I mean and she's great she looks like a disco queen we did see her in live action in the last
0: x-Men film yes
1: horrible oh, movie but I like the I like the yeah, it, type of that, thing. Was, that was pretty that cool
0: actress uh Halston sage I think who is was on um the Orville it's not a show that I like, but I just remember uh, that she it. was on it. Yeah.
1: Yep. So there's been rumors back from, I mean, going back to, you know, from September of 2022, September, 2023, and she is everywhere. I mean, it would make sense. I mean, I, I saw her in an episode of new
0: girl. She was in that. Oh, really? Um, and she, uh, at this I, I, point, I, I mean. I, I'm a fan of everything, but her music. I mean, though, I, because I'm just, I'm a fan of of her mastery of, of the world of entertainment. I really am. Um, even if I'm not a big music fan. So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's so funny, but people are just trying to put things together. There's been pictures of her with Ryan Reynolds and his wife at one of the uh, at the at the uh, Jets Chiefs game. Um, right. I, I mean, it just it's just funny because I mean, it doesn't take much because I mean, oh, Hugh Grant was also in the booth too. So I mean, if it is,
0: I no, like no, this. No, no, yeah, no, no. Hugh Jackman, you said Hugh Grant. I'm like, no, I don't see him in there. He's in it too. (laughs) (laughs) Is he in the back? Well, I'm looking at this photo, and yeah, obviously something significant happened because the woman immediately to uh, Taylor, it's my right, her left is like, holding up her hand like somebody get somebody Bob. die die somebody die horribly <laughs> no i i, I don't know moment. who that is yeah, yeah. It,
1: but it's it's just great I, I think this is awesome it would be awesome to have dazzler be kind of because she's she, i mean she's a lot like jubilee if, you, if you're familiar with jubilee she is an x-men character who also does things with lights kind of just kind of pathetic characters they don't really right. do anything. Jubilee you actually know, became a
0: vampire to make her halfway interesting, which was weird. Yeah, you, get, yes. you you're not yeah. you're not going to take him into combat because who was that other like the dude? Isn't wasn't Cipher the guy who was like could crack any computer code? You had Forge, yeah, Cipher could Cypher can speak any language. Like, like, not, and not, then not, Doug Locke, he died. You're not going to, yeah. yeah, it's not a you're combat, not take him into combat capability.
1: Yeah, it's behind the scenes, you know, and we've always talked about like, you know, there's going to not every mutant is going to be like ridiculously awesome. And they played around with the kind of useless mutants back in Grant Morrison's run. So but, you know, if this happens, I'm all for it. I think this this. Deadpool three movie is going to be a conduit for a lot of weird things happening. I think in the yeah. secret wars yeah. is what we're hearing. Like they're going right, to get, right, get right, all right. of the, the Marvel heroes in all the odd pieces. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know where else they go go with it, but I'm all in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I, like I said, I, uh, you know, I'm obviously, you know, I, I worked in, you know, the radio biz, I worked at a station. So, and I knew a lot of people who we had a hot AC station. So Taylor Swift was very big with that crowd. Um, but, uh, it is very exciting and I think she would be a great fit, particularly for, you know the wild and wackiness that is uh, that is Deadpool. So yeah, I'm all on board. And again, uh, we're all waiting uh, for the sag after to wrap up. If we're at all lucky, it could potentially happen this week. This, this week that you're listening to this program. So we shall see. There might be some news forthcoming. Okay. Well, next. Oh, Ty, you gave me a link that the 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 the, the page wants to keep crashing. Bloody disgusting. Is not liked by Mike. You computer. want me to cover this one? So I'm gonna. An- you? um or- well i will try to no i'll I'll try to zip my way through it um but i can at least give you the headline uh that guillermo del toro's frankenstein has added christoph waltz to its cast um from there without even uh necessarily going all the way through this i'm guessing him to be frankenstein himself that seems to be the logical move right the the doctor like the, yeah, well, the person t- well the todd Todd, the monster is not called Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. I'm Correct. sorry. You Frankenstein's here? <laughs> monster. Correct. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So he's, yeah, Dr. Vic, Victor Frankenstein or Frankenstein, if you uh, subscribe to that interpretation. Um, but uh, yeah, so, oh, my goodness. And other people involved. Mia Goss. This cast is great. He, Wow, Mia God! you just ooh, will feel very differently about her after, after watching Pearl and the, that movie X. Oh, my. Uh, Oscar Isaac, we all love him. And Andy Garfield. So you got two luminaries, Moon Knight and Spider-Man, uh, previously rumored to have joined this project back in March. And this is a Netflix production. Now, Netflix, mm-hmm. I did see a tri- – well, I mean, they're, they're advertising their stuff. Uh, obviously, you know, in the run-up, the film that we saw that we're going to be talking about in the Thunderdome, I did see a Netflix project with, uh, it was either fast. I think it was with Michael Fastbinder advertised, but it was in select theaters, but it was obviously it was a Netflix production. So potentially this is maybe the same kind of thing, um, or potentially uh, just a straight up Netflix deal. You know this question. I mean, people have Netflix actually owns a theater,
1: like one theater, where they can actually skirt the Oscar rules to get things nominated for Oscars or awards Ooh. by showing them there. And but there's and been, of course there's been a call for Netflix. There's there's been a call for Netflix to put I, yeah. out their – their movies in the theater to yeah. drive some uh, revenue and things like that. And it eventually comes to Netflix, maybe like three weeks later, kind of like Hulu or Apple oh, could potentially limited, do the limited, same thing. It makes sense. It's not hurting deal. anybody, yeah. but this could make sense to do it as a, a Halloween release. And then also have it in a uh, Netflix, uh, maybe a couple weeks later. But um, the last time Guillermo del Toro had something was the Pinocchio animated movie he did for Netflix, which oh, actually is oh, not oh, for
0: Oscar. Yeah, yeah okay. animated. Sorry, and then um, I was, th- I was, I was thinking about the live action uh, Pinocchio with was it with Tom Hanks? I never saw that, but no, but, that Disney, but, that's that was Disney. Did not do well.
1: And then before oh, that, um, yeah, I I I think I'm trying to think of the last film he did before that. It was it wasn't The Shape of Water. I thought it was Crimson Peak.
0: It it, may, it it does make mention of the shape wrong. of water, but I yeah, but I don't recall when Crimson Peak came out. I feel like it was before that. I I could be wrong. Uh, shape it of water of course. Starring, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, shape of water. Of course, starring friend of the show, Mr. Doug Jones. Um, yeah. So they have not rolled on this. So I would expect if they did. Uh, roll on this that they would obviously love to get it out during spooky season next year, depending on how quickly that they're, that, you know, the, or what they would have to do. Or it could be two years down the line, probably two years down the line, I would say, with, yeah. with really with anything to think that they could roll on something and then crank it out quite so quickly. I feel like that would be uh, that would be challenging. But yeah, I love Frankenstein and Frankenstein is, of course, of the vanguard of um, uh, public domain properties that anybody can take a stab at. So it's, uh, it's nice and easy. So, um, yeah, we'll OK, we're it. moving on. Yeah, no, go ahead.
1: We've got a great museum here called the Bakken. It's an electrical museum. It's by one of the guys who created the pacemaker in Minnesota. He donated Ooh. his house to have this museum. It's a beautiful place. And they have a really cool Franken- Frankenstein exhibit where it's almost like a, a theatrical, like, well, not theatrical, but it's it's a cool performance that you can watch in. It's 15 minutes long about Frankenstein and it's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. It's really well done. And it's really cool. So, yeah, I mean,
0: we'll, yeah. this will not be the last Frankenstein adaptation ever. It's like saying it's the last we've seen The Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Uh, all exactly. right. Well, what do we got next? Oh, man, you're tackling something that is near and dear to my heart, but it also plays with my heart. So take it away.
1: Oh, yes. Fantastic Four. Director says they're aiming to start filming in spring 2024. Um, and, you know, considering it looks like all the strikes will be settled by then, that makes sense. The script. Um, potentially is already done so they can actually start talking about these projects now. Um, Matt shankman, uh, I believe he was the director on he did something else Charlie that we liked. Um, I'm str- I'm struggling but I know exactly what you mean. Yes. Um, so because of that, he's kind of, try, we're going to start getting updates on these things now that they're getting yeah. settled. Uh, it's going right. to, be, uh, it's going to be filmed at, uh, London's Pinewood studios oh, and Josh uh, Freeman is, is the screenwriter. So he obviously can start tweaking that. Um, in the, and basically that was, he was brought back in March. So he said, I'm sure he's, was writing and working on his work while the strike was going on. I know
0: people aren't supposed to. But I'm guessing right. he was. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to um, do something to pass the time. Unless, uh, unless you were out striking, which you should have been. Um, exactly. So the so the movie's
1: supposed to be coming out May second, twenty twenty five. So uh, the good news is that gives them time to film, edit, do post production, things like that. I do worry mm-hmm. about like the the. Um, it was almost like it would be like a just a a mush of projects all trying to get through now from all yeah. the the you know bit, yeah, the production bottlenecks yeah all of these things it could be a bottleneck on the production side yeah, or even time. getting into um, stages or you know you know basically on the backlots and things like that so I'm assuming there is a everybody well, will it, have to play nice and yeah, follow a it, schedule. Yeah.
0: And as you uh, had intimated on the writer's side, there were probably existing contracts deals signed off on, like, oh, you have this this three months to do this, or, or this five months to do this, and that time is gone. So, oh, now we got to, you know, if somebody doesn't want to play nice, then I have a writer in their contact that says, hey, because of this, we, you know, you have to dump that to jump over this. I mean, it'll be real curious. So let's all keep our fingers and toes crossed as, as my aunt would frequently say uh that that this is the week that the wga act, uh, you know sag after strike gets locked down so that the entertainment industry can start to heal the collective wounds uh when and kind of get get back to work yeah when do we get casting news though if if they're gonna start right. filming this yeah. in
1: march it's gonna get out there
0: you know well when's We've when's the, well when's the next new york comic-con is next week Oh, they could. I mean if they get I mean, it just it, right, they I mean, yeah, is Marvel gonna it, have a is it gonna have if, a presence there? If if the stars align and, and that is locked down. Well, if Marvel, I mean, Marvel could still announce it. Right. But then again, they True. probably they not want would get want to, away for Marvel. Yeah, so. they would. Yeah, they would. I don't know that they would, you know, it depends on if, how, you know, how much they want to put themselves out there for that. But yeah, I would have to think. Yeah. Um, so anyway,
1: Shackman, just to come back to that, he is a child actor. He was on just the 10 of us. Too funny. That's and he was right. also, good morning. Miss bliss. He was one of the original actors.
0: Yes, on that. yes, yes. Yeah. Was he the, uh, the curly headed kid? Was that him? Uh, I think so. And he directed was, episodes of
1: Wandavision, Game of Thrones. There so we go. Yeah, like well I said, qualified. His
0: name like gets it. thrown around. Yeah, there were there were only four characters on Good Morning. It was supposed to be Zach and Screech. There was a female character and another male character. So he must have been the 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 four the the other male character. That's what oh, I'm. So that's was what I remember.
1: Two girls. Oh, Three girls. boys on that show. There you show. go. Yeah, was, Lisa was, was, Turtle. Lisa was the third a white one. white chick who didn't who was a brunette. Screech she didn't make the transition. Zach and then. Must have been him, must have been uh, yeah, man. who was yeah, a curly, so, yeah,
0: curly-haired brunette. It was a yeah five-piece ensemble cast. So look at that. We saw the And guess what? This will come up again, and we'll have to do this all over again, because we will not remember. <laughs> Wait, oh you're my saying gosh. we don't
1: have good memories anymore? Oh,
0: no. Uh, I am saying you don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll admit oh, it. That's okay. All right. So in other Marvel news, do you want to just kind of rip through this here? We'll go onesie-twosie. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, I've been, I've been wondering about this again It's an animated property, but Spider-Man freshman year uh, has a synopsis uh, out that says this is a new era for Spider-Man. This is Disney plus and Marvel studios animated production of spider-man now we've not had an animated spider-man production since when was the last one we had going back that was not a you know a kiddie one well that disney like disney xd did
1: friends. ultimate spider-man they did a bunch of spider-man shows go. on disney xd so there's been a bunch of i think ultimate spider-man team-up is another one too yeah
0: was it what was the program so anyway yes revealed in the registration record at the patent office for freshman year peter parker's life will be forever changed by unnamed events while he's getting ready for his high school orientation sending him on a journey like never before so we have uh we have some returning actors and some people i've totally not heard of uh hudson thames will be again voicing peter oh from what if okay so he is your tom holland sound alike i get it uh we have zeno robinson as harry osborne uh carrie walgren is aunt may hugh darcy is otto octavius that name it's on the tip of my tongue was hugh darcy was he uh was he jarvis like the human version of jarvis uh, could be it makes me I think of mr darcy like from uh, what is it pride and prejudice Oh, exactly. Uh, Eugene Bird is Lonnie Lincoln, which is Tombstone. See, I see, I knew that one. And Grace Hong is uh, uh, Nico Maranu, which uh, from uh, the Runways um there we go yeah so show has been reported to debut in november of 2024 so a year from now so i'm down i don't know i guess you know if i'm <laughs> if i finally drop disney plus because i'm so disgusted by them which i'm sure i won't do i'll obviously have to add it back there's never a gap charlie there's never a gap. i know i'm looking for a gap and yeah we got loki going on right now and then that'll segue into what if we'll be on maybe i can cancel it in january Doctor Who is going Dr. to be, be exclusive mm. to Disney Plus.
1: Um, then you've got to have more Star Wars coming out. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, I think that. Like the, I said, uh, just get the, just get the Hulu group.
1: or just get the Disney Plus duo. It's twenty bucks. You get Hulu and Disney Plus ad free. It only adds two dollars to the Hulu ad free cost. Yeah, so I, I, I guess. Which you didn't want Hulu. Had- you get rid of both and. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean Hulu, but I mean Hulu we even, you know, we touched uh Hulu still has its uses, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't know. It's it's such a crapshoot. But anyway, I'm excited about this. And uh there is a tweet uh from uh, Josh at Jason the Don underscore with uh some key art. Uh so Peter looks very much it's, like it's uh, very uh, Ditko yeah. Yes. S. Yes. Yes. I would say so. Yeah, but we get yeah. we get a couple of Spider-Man, and then we get uh, uh, the size of Peter Parker. It looks very much like Tom Holland. So, yeah, I, I think this will be a hit. It's, and it's not uh, 616
1: and, uh, either. So this will be not in – it's not going to be
0: Tom it, Holland. It's not going to be any of that. It's going to be a well, separate year well, Oh, very good. Okay. Oh, very interesting yep. and it does say also in here that uh uh Charlie Cox has joined the cast as uh as Matt Murdoch Daredevil so that's pretty cool all right I'm into it and so we will uh we will see that uh, we'll have more news on that but hopefully that will drop when it says all right what else we got for updated release dates Mr O yes Mr Darcy Marvel phase
1: five so we're hearing more about this so um you know what how will everything shake out we do know uh the next show we're going to get after Loki which we're watching now, we'll talk about that in a second, is going to be uh, Marvel's, then we're getting Echo, January 2024, Deadpool 3, May 3rd, 2024, Captain America, Brave New World, July 26, 2024, then Thunderbolts, December 2024, Blade, February 14th, 2025, then a lot of TBAs. We did hear about Agatha, though, is now getting a date that's going to be fall- 2024 makes sense. Spooky okay, time, gotcha. Um, and uh, I did Derigo also, born again is, is apparently is going to be 2025. Let, uh, That's going to move there. Quick,
0: late, uh, note late breaking, headlo- late breaking headline. If I might, I did see that, and maybe, maybe we cover this before and I'm drawing a blank, but that uh, Aubrey Plaza will be a part of Ag- the Agatha show, yes. I, I guess, I yep. guess, that, yeah, I guess I had known, but anyway, um, yeah, the last one on here is, is Ironheart, and I just get a feeling. That might go poof. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I just don't feel like there's much of a buzz. I mean, if that's going to be, if she's going to be a pivotal part of like the next
1: generation of heroes, it would make sense yeah. she gets something because she yeah. is going to be the Iron Man replacement because Don Cheadle's old. It's not like War Machine's going to get any younger. Um, so it makes sense <laughs> that old. would happen. Um, but yeah, Ironheart right. doesn't have a release it, and I think that's probably tied to the fact that they still are trying to figure out how they tie up all of those loose ends when, before the X-Men get involved, they have the secret wars, uh, they have the king yeah. wars and when they can fit all of this in and they may cancel right. some projects. I mean, I don't think that would be out of uh, the realm. I mean, because there's just so much, there's so many characters now that yeah. have moon Knight. Is he coming back again? Who knows? Are we going to see werewolf again? night again?
0: Who knows? I haven't heard a thing yeah so you know the only thing on here you know and again i know this is this is a place where you and i uh, don't necessarily align but just looking at this list of course i'm very excited um for captain america i'm a huge captain america guy that's one of my kind of cornerstones in marvel and then of course for deadpool but you know the marvels Maybe, I think you and I both know that it's that it's going to underperform, um just because that's the trend. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, um, it
1: depends if they have a new bar, right? if they if they actually are, Realistic yeah. versus like everything earns a billion dollars when it's a marmalade. Yeah, I think we're past that now. What what is the yeah, bar pretty for pretty much, you know, and how much well, do they it's, spend? I think that they spent like yeah. $270 million or something on that. It. Yeah.
0: It's so it's much. it's a matter of, yeah, you know, endgame was endgame was the top of the mountain, and then you're you're on a toboggan on the way down the mountain and you gotta you gotta kinda take what you get. Um, you know, I'm excited for Daredevil, excited for Agatha, but Blade and eh, Thunderbolts, maybe. Um but yeah, we get, you know, we get into the Iron Heart territory and, and Echo. Those are just just things that just didn't resonate with me personally, but again, looking at all corners of this, you know, it's it's is it really it's something for everybody, but when it's something for everybody, everything can't make a billion dollars because there's just not there's just not enough of the well, billions. The Marvel movies used to be for everybody. That's why they yeah. made so much money. Now yeah. they're going a little bit more
1: niche and of course you're never going to make that much money right. from them and but if they create new fans, like younger groups of of Marvel fans, that's what we need, yeah. Charlie. We don't Eighty-five-year-old Marvel fans like, oh, I'll stick to my characters, and like we yeah, were, and, and we, we were having. Away.
0: We were having this conversation. April and I did. Uh, we actually did a, 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 a Ren Fair yesterday uh, and had a had a, a tent there in the table a little while talking about the the chapter. That's always, you know, that's the that's the 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 bit. The uh, you know the oh Star Trek people at a Ren Fair or whatever. But um, we were chatting one of our one of our chapter members joined us. We were talking about cable versus streaming and like news. And I said, you know, uh, ad revenues. I'm like, they you know nobody cares about advertising to boomers anymore because anything the boomers are going to buy is going to be medications that their doctor is going to make them take anyway. So what else are you advertising the boomers for? You know, you got to advertise to the young people. And how do you advertise young people? Because they've grew up in a lens where exa- commercials don't exist. Exactly what we were talking about. So, yeah, that's why I said, you know, I have worked in TV. I did. I interned when I was in college. And I've worked in newspaper advertising, which doesn't really exist anymore. And I've worked in radio, which is just a, 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 my forgiveness to my friends who still work in the business. It's, it's a dying thing dying, it's the dying swan as far as ad revenues, because how do you approach a prospective advertiser to get them something where the return on investment is like, I don't know. I probably earned some ire. You can certainly feel free to hit me up on X at the C three. Let me know that I have sold out my orchids and radio. But yeah, it's it's challenging. And you know, and we do this show, we're supportive by our Patreons. But again, this is um this is not the the way that we're making bread. You know what I mean? Just we, we do this because we love it mostly, for the most part. So yeah, this it's challenging. It's challenging, like you said, because this has turned into basically the streaming wars. You know, like okay, well I'm like I'm this, so I like that, or I'm that, so I like this. You know, it's just that's that's tough one.
1: We shall see. But what we'll also potentially see um, around the Christmas time, and that's a new (laughs) horror film that I'm enjoying this trend. Last year we got um, the uh, Violent Night. That's right, right, which was a great play on uh, Santa Claus. Really loved that movie. But now we're getting It's a Wonderful Knife. And this movie is (laughs) essentially playing on the theme of It's a Wonderful Life where, oh, if I only, you know, didn't exist, the world would be a better place. It's all about this girl who you find out that she actually took out a serial killer. And because of that, her life went downhill. So she does the. Would my life be better if I didn't exist? And then she's brought back
0: Spider-Man: No Way Home. Like if nobody knew me or whatever. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yes, like a wonderful life. (laughs) The original termination of the two.
0: (laughs) There's no Spider-Man in this one. I don't know. Spider-Man might have helped it.
1: So this looks pretty good. It's got a decent cast. Um, this is going to be on uh, Shutter and it's going to go to the theaters. But basically, um, it's just that there's the serial killer who's kind of a uh, uh, bathed in white with a with a non featured filled mask, killing people. And then uh, in the trailer, we're, we're shown that the killer is actually Justin Long, who's the town mayor. Oh of gosh. course, Justin Long. That's, then then this girl's life goes downhill, and then she's brought back. No one knows her. She doesn't right. exist. Her parents don't doesn't know who she is. And the, this basically serial kill has continued to kill people. Justin Long, the mayor who was the serial killer, which there may be a twist is still alive. So mm. um, I yes. love the music they, they put together, the, they, they blend the, 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 Christmas music to the killing, the slaughter yeah. really well. Joel McHales gotcha. in this as well. Jane Wittip right. from Yellow Jackets. Uh, right. Justin Long, once again, uh, Catherine Isabel from, Ginger Smiths, uh, Jess McLeod and Cassandra nod are also in this. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And this is coming out looking for a date, November 10th, Perfect timing to get you ready for the holiday.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you know, you're, you're a, it, it is a it is it is a solid rainbow bridge between spooky time and the holiday season. You know what I found flipping through uh, uh, my stations on uh, Sirius yesterday? Christmas music. It's too soon. It's a it's like the first it's the first half of October. Give me a friggin' break. You know, I, I, again, this could be a subject of protracted debate. But when is the right time to start? playing Christmas music and thinking about Christmas. I always say the the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Black Friday. If Thanksgiving is due. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because really you're, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face with both. Uh, uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving, two lost marketing opportunities. If you're like, let's throw Christmas in there, you know, it's like Christmas is the uh, Christmas is the obnoxious sibling that has just got to, you got to push the other two out of the way. I mean, if people, <laughs> if people don't like Halloween, then yes, then
1: it's like, yeah, go ahead, go yeah. do all your Christmas stuff. It's all for you, but let us, let us
0: Halloweenies and ha- Thanksgivingies are ha- fun. You gotcha. Todd, are you going to put on a Halloween costume this year? April and I decided we're going to do Star Wars to hand out candy. So what about you? Are you going to, are you going to cave, put on something? I don't
1: know what my plan is, but last year we were outside in a in a bonfire handing out stuff, and no one could see it anyway. So unless I'm going to scare kids, I guess. And I was new to the neighborhood; don't want to be the creepy new neighbor. Um, probably won't.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, just just uh, wear wear one of those those uh, snazzy flat caps you like so much. That all that 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 could be scary on its own. I don't know. It what time could you, be. You, you know, might get a lucky shirt.
1: She'll but no, sure. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna bust out April got for the cruise. There's a holodeck night, so we're gonna do Star Wars. She got her general Leia, and I'll do my old man Han, and that'll it'll be a perfect match. Perfect match. All right. Well, that is the end of the news. So, uh, Madam Webb, thank you very much. But it is time to get out that feeble Uber app, the Fuber app, the Geek Easy awaits with terrible drinks and horrible service down in Skugtown, Nastyville. Let's go. Talk nerdy to me.
1: Noted to me. We're sitting in the geek easy, cover bands playing, drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. So, uh, this week, a favorite of myself and my wife's is Surreal Estate. It's a show that was on sci fi. I believe it's on Netflix now if you want to watch it. Um, very fun uh, procedural show with a uh, long story arc about realtors. That deal with essentially cursed houses, haunted houses, things like that. So their job is to basically, uh, free these houses from their, uh, ghosts or demons or
0: whatever. So they can sell the houses. I have a question. Cause I saw this on, I saw this on Colbert this week, which I was very excited that Colbert was back, was talking about a real estate listing. I feel like you've said t- 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 this before. It's a sign hanging in the yard and on the top, it says probably haunted. <laughs> So yes. was it one of those <laughs> <laughs> No, close enough though, but
1: um, it's really fun show. It's a great ensemble. Um, this is the cast. Uh, two of the, 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 main people are actually um, from Schitt's Creek. You've got uh Jean Ooh. Levy's uh, Eugene Levy's daughter, who is Sarah. Who's the, the, the head realtor. Uh, a. She, yeah. on, she gets brought on as a hotshot realtor. Really good. Uh, we find out she has some, some skeletons in her closet. And then Tim, well i can't remember. Name. He was the the love interest of the daughter on Shit's Creek uh with the beard, uh kind of the uh, en- enigmatic guy. Um he no, shaved his beard. No, it was no, like can't, season one. No, uh, I, can't Tim, I think Tim Raison is his name. Uh, I okay. think that's what his name is. But he's he's the head of the 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 real agency. And then you've got a guy who's good at tech, kind of like can figure out tech and, and things to yeah. so get the ghost. You've got a uh basically an ex-priest. Who handles some of those things and then you've got like the receptionist who dabbles and things like that so it's very fun um i really like the first season it dealt with really one storyline because he yeah. the main character um his, his name is roman uh, real estate is his, his thing but uh, basically he he can talk to the dead or see like demons and things like that um so that's kind of his into this and really fun and this show is actually uh announced for a second season got canceled and then was basically said, Nope, we're going to do it. So it's back. Um, and we are getting a full season of this now. I don't know if it can get the ratings to get a third season, but it's on sci-fi, which it's not, this is the thing that makes me really mad. It's sci-fi stuff typically goes to Peacock or somewhere. This is not that. Mm -hmm. So I actually had to subscribe to, um, sling for 20 bucks, just so I could watch this because it doesn't go anywhere after. It's a pain in the butt. That's pain kind of like it's, it's I can't like, buy the episodes like on Apple. Just
0: buy yeah, the individual episodes, either. So it's kind of like uh like The Walking Dead stuff, you know, you get it's AMC, but it's you got to buy the But you could get AMC thing.
1: Plus for that and that's only 6. We did. That. We did. Yeah. And then
0: yeah, and I know at one one of the seasons of The Walking Dead, we we bought the season cuz you, you you yeah. found, you found know, deal for us. It was like five bucks or something ridiculous and you got the whole season and then it's Correct. just, yeah, you purchase the episode. So they just appear and that's handy. But yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah, you buy the whole season in advance. They
1: show up. This yeah. is, there's no way to do any of that. There is no sci-fi streaming service. I think you can do it with ads for a week and then they kick you off and you have to subscribe. (sighs) So it's like, it's like the worst old model that I hate because I,
0: it's, it's not going to, you know, you were looking for it, but if people are not looking for it, it's not going to get found. It's It's, a dwindling audience. It's going to be absolutely sci-fi. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely forgotten. So yeah, exactly. I mean, when my, when my 75 year old mother finally cuts the cord, I turned the lights off. I mean, my mom was in the business. She sold advertising yeah. for most of her career. Everybody's getting out of
1: it. Yeah. Cable companies are getting out of it. And they're basically saying subscribe to something else because yeah, it's exactly. too expensive. Not a people are enough. People are getting it and yeah. they're subsidizing sports and all these other things. So exactly. it, it, I, I just, and I worry about there's going to be a uh, constriction in cable, ch- like just channels like sci-fi may go away because they may not, but I'm like, if you, Put those shows on maybe Peacock or something else. Yeah, well, it's,
0: yeah, it's going to turn more into because Chucky's produ-
1: that way. Chucky's yeah. on Sci-Fi, but it goes directly to Peacock.
0: Right, it's going to turn so into I more, of a, more of a a production to, uh, house to to streaming house deal. How else yeah. could it be? So, yeah, what else oh, well. could it be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: First so. episode's out. It's weekly. It's on Sci-Fi. I'm really enjoying it. Well, but it's
0: back. Hopefully someday it'll end up on a streamer uh, somewhere. Well, like first season's
1: on Netflix. That's the thing. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So so, maybe
0: that's what it is. Yeah, seasons, then it'll go to Netflix. Well, keep me engaged because I'm I'm certainly curious. All right. Well, we got a twofer up next Mm -hmm. of things that we both watched. Uh, And the first one, this is uh, you know, this is in the the it's in the Marvel world. It's on Disney Plus, and it's uh, from your favorite uh, uh, Marvel comics franchise or one of your favorites. So go for it. Yeah, Loki season two came back.
1: Loki was, I believe, the second Disney Plus MCU show.
0: First we got yeah, Wanda. Yeah, Vision, Wanda I, believe, and yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, and so we, it's, when we it's watched been two this, years. Was essentially, two, I was doing the math on that. I thought, was it two years or was it one, a year ago this time? Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That was really because you had uh, you had the in the periphery. You had the the one who remains, who's the Kang character introduced. Uh, And then, you know, it was the the cliffhanger finale of that where things spinning off in all kinds of crazy directions. Um, And then you had Actually,
1: over two years. Yeah, this came out June
0: uh, 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Over two years. Well, we had... No, no, hold on. We had Wanda, then we had Falcon Winter Soldier. Then we had this. So this was the third. Okay, thing. got it, got it. Yeah. Okay,
1: but the first, the first round, and this is the only one that's gotten a sequel so far. Correct. Uh, we have not gotten. I, I don't know if we ever will get like a second season of other shows or not. Yeah. But um, you know that led into many other things and introduced, introduced Kang. Um, and then now we're basically picking up. where season one ended, which is great. So yeah. and we're not really dealing with the rest of the MCU. It's really right. focused on.
0: Loki. It's, it's kind of exactly what they need is something yeah. that, that, that someone could say, okay, well I did watch Loki season one. It was two years ago and, you know, fell off my radar, but Hey, Um, I loved it, and it's six episodes, so I know it's coming back, so I'm just going to go rewatch those six, which is something I should have done when we didn't do, Um, and then I can jump right back in, but again, it has a very handy recap that takes you right from the moment of how Variant Loki came into existence, spinning off of Endgame and everything that happened, so really, I've not gone back, and, and we've talked about this before, it's so tough. To go back, particularly doing what we do, having to absorb new content, um, to go back and rewatch stuff because we're like, okay, I gotta, you know, I've got this on my radar, I've got that on my radar. Now with the Star Trek's part of what we do on Forty Seven is we have a segment where we talk about older episodes, but I've seen them so many times that I just put them on, but I don't really like study them. So yeah, for this newer stuff, it's kind of here and gone. So, but with Marvel, it's so challenging because as it just grows it becomes this 900 headed hydra uh that you just can't you can't you know you can't it's it's herding cats to try to keep track but this as you said kind of bucks that trend
1: yeah there's i mean and let's be honest not everything is meant to be rewatched sometimes it's just it's a moment in time there's too much stuff to be able to rewatch stuff enjoy new stuff it's a Give fool's area you're gonna run out of time yeah especially as we more time. time yes exactly f- behind us than in front of us so a lot of this Correct. A lot of television could just be disposable. Just move on. Watch something else. You
0: know, Enjoy. It's, yeah. it's so funny because you think about, and I know we're really getting on a tangent, but it almost kind of ties into this. You know, I'll, I'll get one of those weird clickbait headlines on Facebook or some other social media, like 20 worst shows of the 70s. And you'll bring up one of these shows you've never heard of, and it just doesn't exist. Well, it was on for, it was on for five exactly. seasons in the early 70s, and it, it's gone does not exist it's but you, you know maybe somebody watched it again but it result it has absolutely zero cultural impact cuz it doesn't exist anymore
1: that was essentially almost all of human history before like you know the time of the record
0: exactly <laughs> right? right it just it, it does it, it it doesn't even exist in anyone's memory because everybody's dead remember that great hymnal from 19 you know and oh man no, don't don't we're, we're, get we're in past, don't
1: but, get into bible stuff we're not doing that <laughs> no no but um it, it is funny because you know going to church the methodist church they've all these old hymnals i'm like i want some oh, new yeah. stuff man some of these jams are just oh, really I, I bringing can, me I, down can, bro I,
0: I can see todd in church saying hey you know No, looking for his free bird from the exactly. Spotify me, play (laughs) me something more upbeat about Jesus.
1: Please. Thank you. Um, (laughs) uh, But getting into this, we're we're getting canceled. for sure. (laughs) This is really setting us up for kind of where we're going next, kind of fixing everything that they broke season one, finding Sylvie. um, They had a great new introduction of a new character. They brought in some weird characters, like the military branch of the TVA. We weren't introduced. So we are now introduced to like essentially generals uh, that are now out to get Sylvie because that's where they're going to focus on. uh, And uh, they they found two of the,
0: ugliest people i think they could possibly find charlie they found that
1: one woman has a gen- genital defect okay um, th- that i yes. that i didn't she, know she I, has, I and thought the other was woman was the wife from the witch
0: oh yes okay so well, let's I, not talk about their appearance They're honestly actors. I thought it, I thought I thought it was a mask so yes I stand corrected nope, my nope. apologies she, she
1: has she was in a she was been in a few she's been in a few things uh yeah there she has a, so she has she was born with a congenital defect things like that but yeah wow. um yeah she had a great role in the witcher um season three um and she died, unfortunately, not. Um, but let's see. So, yeah, we're basically then introduced to Ki Huang Kwan's new character, which he's great, uh, Ouroboros or OB, and he's great. It's
0: was, fun. Now, yeah. was that the the you know the tangential X Men tie in? I keep seeing headlines about Did it. Have something to do with him, or is it something else? No, that's a Thor tie in at the end. So, okay. No, 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 a... no, 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 not the Braxton, Oklahoma. I definitely, I oh. saw that headline and I read through. Oh, it. is there another? But one? I, I saw a headline that said, one. "Well, you know," and maybe it was like, "Oh, and we got this covered." Was like, "Hey, you know, Loki two gave us a an X Men tag," and then I thought they were referring back to something related to Kihuan Kwan's character. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never me. heard of the
1: character in, in X-Men, if it the is. is. The thing
0: is, the thing that I pictured was when they, they entered that separate womb in the sub-sub-sub-basement, and the, the way it pulled open, I thought, oh, that's like Cerebro. Maybe that's it. The door opening kind of gave me a Cerebro vibe. Like So Ouroboros is actually
1: part of Norse mythology. There you go. Um, so it's also another t- Thor tie-in. So maybe that's what it has to do. So with but um other than that, I'm not aware of any Marvel tie ins. There's a Mr. Ouroboros who made an appearance in a She-Hulk comic in twenty two thousand five. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, there's uh, there was the Oculus Ouroboros, which was a uh device. So, Charlie, I don't know. You know, I want to let listeners,
0: uh, you know, at, yeah, at me over on X uh, at the C3 uh, and let me know uh, if, if if I just saw a clickbait headline, because now I probably couldn't find it. But yes, I, yeah. I that's what I was totally thinking. So, well, cool. So uh, six episodes of this. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, uh, it does seem to be it's both at the same time self-contained, but also talking a little bit about. The Kang part of it, which becomes even more uncertain with all the difficulties that Jonathan Majors is having in real life, and what that re- what that really yes, means a little bit. And they referenced him, and we know yeah. in pre- <clears throat> the previous
1: he's gonna be in this in different time periods. Correct. So, yes. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see where this goes, and we we are gonna get more McDonald's.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. As- we did see that because Sylvia is yeah she does show up at the end. Braxton, Oklahoma, which is uh, the home of New Asgard in the comics and the more recent Thor comics. Um. But uh, yeah, we got. A the singer at the end of I think Ant Man Quantum Mania had to do with this. Um, so we will have a chance to check that out. So, yes, this will there. And this is also <clears throat> much like the next program we're going to talk about, uh, is a day in time. So, this is and and this, uh, while Ahsoka, which we're jumping into, was Wednesdays at nine, this is Thursdays at nine. So, enjoy that for the next five weeks, total of six episodes. So, all oh, yeah. right, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. All right.
1: So, then Charlie. Uh, You and Mark are going to be talking more in depth on episodes of Holocron Chronicles, but we're going to wrap up the season today, not really going too in depth, but kind of essentially just say uh, Ahsoka has ended now. and, And I will say I enjoyed the series. It should have been cut by multiple episodes.
0: It should have been tighter. And, uh, could have been, and could then, have been four, say, four. It could have been four or five. I think you could have lost a whole episode. I agree. Cor- correct, <laughs> because I think where they left it,
1: they left. I mean, essentially, where this left in kind of a cliffhanger. We don't know what's going to happen. Some characters got flip flopped, and I think um at this point, there's a lot of questions remaining. Where is this going to go? Because obviously, we're getting the Felony movie but are we really going to wait three to four years before we see
0: anything in between? Cause I that mean, just seems silly. it does, but I will, I'll, I'll, I'll try to offer at least a little bit of context. Let's not forget star Wars started with three movies that were three years apart in, in release. And that was all we had except for the sometimes really wacky Marvel comics. You know what I mean? So a lot of people are likening the end to this, which is a, a not fun cliffhanger to the empire strikes back, you know, Amp- Did we amp- get three, three, three years between rebel seasons? No. No, but but again, <laughs> you know, people will still hang on there. I think the the bigger uh part that that really bumps me out because again, We've got other cliffhangers out there in fandom right now. Star Trek, Strange New Worlds ended on the cliffhanger. Um, but again, you know, you, you, because it's a prequel, you know that, that certain people aren't going to die. Um, but with this, we ended up on a cliffhanger. The entire final episode had uh, virtually no appearance by Balin Skull, Ray Stevenson's character. And uh, you know, the Billy Eilish uh, Jedi Padawan of his. Um, but we know that Ray Stevenson has passed and we don't know what that means for the character. I found Balance gold to be one of the more interesting Star Wars characters that we've met in a very long time. I liked him a lot. So that is, and I, I think I mentioned this when we recorded last time, that's a big blow to the franchise, the loss of the character as portrayed by Ray Stevens, not, of course, accounting for the fact that Ray Stevens' passing is, is tragic to his friends and family. But I, to, you know, I can't see how they're necessarily going to give up on this character. I mean, because at the end of it, not to against betray too much. He and other characters uh, are still contained to a location where they're together. So it would be difficult for the series in either returning in another season, which we don't know if there will be a season of this show between here. And, and again, you say, Oh, we'll see all these in the Felona movie. Will we? Because every star Wars project film related since 2019 has been canceled. We've had nothing. We don't know that they're actually making the, the cameras aren't rolling. We're playing to roll on any film of any kind when the strike started. So, what are we going to get? You know, I don't want to see the Balance Skull character go away, but, no. you know, I, and I don't think that he will. So, I think it's, you know, it's destined to be recast. recast. Yeah.
1: Dumbledore got recast in the middle of those movie series, and I, everybody was great. They appreciated spe- yeah. what the one actor and brought in. Another spe- actor, yeah. actor brought in another viewpoint, and it's perfectly fine. <laughs> No yeah. actor says, no, kill that great character I created. I don't want everybody to see him again. No, they want their, like, their like, life like, to resonate with like, the characters. Yeah, like Indiana. No? Who,
0: by the way, uh, Dumbledore, uh, RIP Michael Gambone, who passed away this week. Correct. Um, Correct. But uh, yeah, I mean, like Indiana Jones. Well, they wouldn't kill him off. Uh, but James Bond has been portrayed by like 10 different people. Or Doctor Who has had 17 doctors now or whatever it oh. is. I totally agree with you. It's just, it's it's a bummer. I really, really... Found Balin skull to be one of the more compelling Star Wars characters that I can think of. and I mean name yeah. name me another one that you're like, wow, this guy this this guy's you know uh, l- you know layers have layers. he was just I just found him to be really deep um, yeah he was
1: it was very entertaining i i I also you know really loved Ezra. I did find a a lot of the times there were some emotional beats in this, but also at times I felt like they didn't deliver the emotional beats like i I loved it when Hera saw um Ezra. At the, the end, first time. yeah, mean, the very what? end, yeah. But hey, how's it going? No, they should be embracing each other, going to each other. That, that just seems like so. Right. Like
0: after not act- seeing each other for a decade, and 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 having parted on under such auspicious circumstances. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. It's just a really weird uh take. And Charlie, yeah. the one thing I struggle with: if there's nothing else between this and the movie, now imagine. All of those characters, all of those things, we got to get people up to speed to to get together with 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 Mando, all these other pieces in one movie. That yeah, is bring, a bring together for disaster of like yeah, bring together the Mando like two plus, minutes. Yeah, Boba plus this. So it's yeah, it's, it's he's never directed a movie before. Flonie's never directed a movie, and he likes to draw yeah, things out. I yeah, just, I just so, worry yeah. that that's a he's gonna have to do something to fill in some gaps because Oh,
0: I mean, unlo- unless it's gonna be a trilogy, that's what Star Wars does. god. It's that, be oh, yeah. 18 movies. <laughs> yeah, well, ex- I mean, you know, and again it's 18 movies set between uh the OT and the ST. Uh it's just it's it, it's a lot of threads to pull on. That you know there, there's is. no doubt I, about it. Yeah. We'll uh
1: see. anyway,
0: but anyway, I mean, yes. I thought
1: it was a, I think it was uh, com- I think it was a successful series. Yeah. Um I'll we'll see how it goes and did did having a TV series go into one final, you know, series work for people that were never aware of these characters. I don't know. We'll see if Disney thought it was great and want more to fill the gap until they get that
0: movie. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a series of protracted debate. Todd, maybe we'll bring you on uh, as a guest when we're talking about this finale and the We'll see what happens, um, because I think I think your perspective is valid. All right, I'll go a little bit quicker just for the sake of time. Um, I'll give a super quick tease uh, and an update on Todd's struggle with uh, the Gen V series, <laughs> having started on the third act. I'm up to I'm up to episode three now. I watched the first two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but if you listen to the episode last week, uh, I was talking about the fact that we'd watched all three because the first three dropped at the first time. And when I mentioned something that happened in the first episode, Todd was like, well, thanks for the spoiler. And I'm like, it was in reference, to Clancy Brown's uh, murder, which happens at the end of the first episode spoiler again. And I, and then we determined that Todd had only watched the third episode, thinking that it was the first one, which is, absolutely hilarious and I just yes. it was it was fun and thanks for being a good sport about it um but anyway we've moved on to the fourth episode which Todd has not watched uh and I won't uh you know and, and it moves a pace you know things are happening the way that you would expect them to um but Todd we were talking in the pre-roll about how this, the, the boys averse, you know, the uh, the, the averse, as it were, uh, really uh, emphasizes gross outs when it comes to the male anatomy. We've had the guy who exploded while inside another guy's, you know, another gentleman's member. And then we had in the first episode of this where our, you know, tiny character, Cricket, was hanging off a gentleman's penis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can simply tell you that there is a gross out in episode four that, in my opinion, especially as a dude, puts them all to pasture. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, don't know the show. I Parents, don't know
1: if you are a tender hearted and don't like the gore or the gross things. Don't watch this. It's not for you. Yeah. This is um, a, it's this, not, it's not for a lot of people to
0: be, honest. it's, it really is not. I don't know that I would recommend this show to it's your dad people did you say dad watch this show <laughs> no i mean it's like i couldn't imagine like my mo- my mother stopped watching game of thrones because it was too violent yeah yeah so that's okay um but uh yeah there's a gross out in this that i think shoots okay. for sh- shoots for the moon that's all i'm gonna say well, i'll
1: anyway, gird my loins as i as prepare to watch the sun you you, you you
0: don't know how right you are uh because yeah off,
1: you, do i have to like prepare you, myself and
0: you might you might want to do the earmuffs and kind of close your eye yeah if you can do one of these <laughs> You might okay. need to. But anyway, uh, Gen V is over on uh, Amazon Prime, as is the film that I watched. And this was we actually went. It was. And I'm going to watch this film, Charlie, <clears throat> so you have to give me like oh, very I, little. Very little. I can probably give you exactly uh, exactly what I uh, can. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, brought up Amazon Prime on Friday night. And the very first thing was this. New horror movie called Totally Killer starring Kiernan Shipka. And I looked at April and I said, It is inappropriate for me that she's grown up to be an attractive young woman. That is not okay with me. Because she, she, yeah, I was like, I'm not looking. Was Sabrina Um, the first thing you saw her in? No, dude, I saw her when she was five in Mad Men. Five. She was a child. So now she is a grown woman, and I'm not going to say anything more about that. Yikes. Um, But anyway, this is not a raunchy movie in that fashion. There's not really nudity or anything like that. But it has to do with a young woman in current parlance. Uh, who is your typical 17-year-old disaffected teen, doesn't want anything to do with her parents. And it's Halloween, but she lives in a town where 35 years prior in 1987, there was a serial killer who you know, wore a Johnny Bravo mask or whatever it was and killed three girls uh, at the local high school, but her mother and her father were also students at that time. And through Hooker by Crook, uh, Karen and Shipka's character gets uh, goes through, travels through time, ends up in 1987, being familiar hey, with so the case. Yeah, this is, Thinking that she can stop it. this is where I was
1: confused. This is where I was confused because I mean, this this the movie takes place current in current day, correct? The framing sequence is, and then interspersed in between is 2023, correct? That's so weird because they said, and I thought 97 made sense because you know parents like our age 87, are kids 87, 87, but but 87 that that's where it doesn't make sense. Their kids should be like. 33 <laughs> right?
0: well it's interesting that you say that because it that I, exactly what you're talking about does okay. actually i was just in, a little confused the, yeah there's a lot of and it's funny there's a ton of um interplay between talking about back to the future which of course came out in 1985 so yes. characters in 1987 were familiar with it um and there's a little bit of that marty McFlyism okay. that that circulates throughout this movie yeah anyway you can't go
1: back to the 80s with with parents and their kids because at this point yeah yeah it's like exactly. parents in their 90s yeah yeah. I like, mean and,
0: you know and again yeah. Todd you and I uh, were in college 10 years after this but in 1987 I was 11 you were 12 we were in junior high yeah. so we were not quite this age but um, we have um, now. I'm going to draw a blank Julie Bowen plays the adult version of the mother uh, actor Lachlan Monroe is the dad you've seen him in a thousand different things um, and uh, the the kids are the, the younger version of them are just kids that you've seen in other stuff um, yeah. enjoyable kind of horror comedy but certainly uh tons of graphic violence in it so they're not pulling any of the punches because this is kind of uh, like a freaky yeah i was or like the 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 was it the babysitter oh okay, the baby? yeah, yeah yeah so along they, that line so yeah well, i did todd, yeah todd i i would totally encourage it won't say another thing about it um i think kieran shipka was great but not comfortable with the fact that she's an attractive young lady now so boo it happens charlie <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah <yuck. laughs> where everybody uh, is eventually going to be an adult and, yeah. and that's how it works. Yes. Exactly. Oh, boo on that. But anyway, all right, well that wraps up our time at the geek easy. Uh, we're skipping out on the check yet again. My burger got spit in. I think I found a toenail in my old fashioned, not good, but got to get out that uh, air Qantas app time to head. Excuse me. To land down under Tina hologram, Tina and the mutants awaits for our breakdown of exorcist. The Be Believer. So let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome.
1: Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And it's Shocktober week two. So shocking. Um, this week we are doing Exorcist Believer. Uh, this is actually a new movie in theaters. This is the sixth installment in the actual Exorcist franchise. But this is essentially de- pulling a Halloween where it says uh, this is uh, a direct sequel to the original film. And the others didn't actually happen.
0: Now, um, Tad, you and I both enjoy uh, the podcast. We enjoy. And it was it Matt Fowler. And what's the other dude's name? Uh, Eric,
1: Eric. Um, dang, I'm blank. Eric. Whoops. Not Larson. It's It's Eric.
0: Eric Larson in the art. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, Matt and Eric uh, and that show in a lot of ways, like this show, just Eric two, two, two buddies, yip yapping. And uh, when you got me tuned into the show within the last you know several months, they were talking about all these films. And I'm like, I have not seen any of these other no films. I um, and the great news is because they have been erased from continuity, um, I don't have to. No. <laughs> so Unless you um, just want to watch them for funsies. I I mean, isn't that why anybody watches any film? Um, but yeah, yeah we wa- we watched the original Exorcist not that long ago, um, and so I think I did that. Not even necessarily thinking we were going to be doing this, but but I was at least at least up to speed. So yeah, yeah. So um, this movie is directed by
1: David Gordon Green, which once again pulling in the Halloween of this, you know, David Gordon Green bought back Halloween, essentially said, oh, everything but be- before that was uh, not real. I'm making the reofficial a sequel with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, things like that. So right. he's back again doing the same thing with The Exorcist. Um, this has um, uh, Ellen Beirsten, uh, who is basically the mother of Reagan in right. the original. Uh, Jennifer Nettles and Leslie Odom Jr. are basically
0: our stars in this film. And I could not. I okay. could not pin down Jennifer Nettles until the credits were rolling. That she is. She she's, a a, she's a musician. Yeah, she's, she's from uh, the uh, country uh, supergroup Sugarland. She's lead singer. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Got you it. see yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. it was yeah. like I was looking at a face, then I yeah. saw the name, and I'm like, oh, there we go. And yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. I'm like, damn, he's handsome. I had to look him up. He's Aaron Burser from uh, exactly.
1: Yeah, he's from Hamilton. Yeah, since Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So The premise is when two girls disappear into the woods, return three days later with no memory of what happened to them. The father of one girl seeks out Chris McNeil, who we just mentioned was the mother. Elmverson. Yep, who's been forever altered by what happened to her daughter fifty years ago? Wow, fifty years! Wow, it's yeah. amazing where time I know.
0: goes. Ta- yeah, uh, Todd, we're 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 kissing the we're kissing the stone because I'm forty seven and you're forty eight. Fifties <laughs> <50's> coming up. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, budget was thirty
1: million dollars. That's that's about in line with most horror films, so yeah. that's good. Um, from there, so um, so I saw this movie last night. You also saw it Same. yesterday, Charlie. Yep. yep. Um, and this movie is getting. Mixed reviews at yeah. best.
0: So it's I yeah, was it's, like the, the it's yeah it's kind of in a tug of war. Um, from what I hear between RT and the audience rating, I think the audience 16. Yeah, well, I actually I think the audience rating was was in the fifties, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay. You might have to double check yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting raked across the cro- the coals, and I I mentioned this to April as so we either were driving to or from the theater, and she said, you know. Anybody who didn't get this film or thought it was derisive or bizarre didn't see the first film because it was damn near a carbon copy thematically. It was, it was really, really kind of the same thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. With, with, with a little bit more of a modern spin on it. So yeah, I, I guess I'm not getting the hate over it. What, what are, what are people really saying? Yeah. MDB
1: giving it 5.2 out of 10. Uh, That's rough. Yeah. And I think that's the hard part because if you're saying this is the sequel to one of the most, uh, you know, celebrated horror films, even films of all time, I assume those
0: other exorcist films face the same problem where it's like so it's um, why it's why most people don't know a damn thing about him and they were it was that easy for the you know for david gordon green to just toss him out the window
1: the yeah, same way he did but, with
0: halloween because a lot of those yeah. it just got to be like uh he's back again uh he got you know he, he got grounded up in a combine but he's back again you know <laughs>
1: yeah, so we
0: where the those, you know those, yeah where the those. yeah
1: we didn't love how those subsequent Halloween films ended, but true. we really liked the first one. Thought right. like, really, it could have ended there, and it would have been fine. Um, they want to do more with this franchise. The Exorcist. Apparently, they made a huge deal with um, with uh, between Universal and Blumhouse to do this, which is yeah, it's like, a yeah, lot of right. money to spend on a, on a franchise like four hundred million dollars. Um, but right now, not doing great critically or audience. So um, yeah, so I was worried going, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to you know, give my wanna, I don't want to color my perspective when I see a film.
0: So I will say though, Charlie. Let me jump let me jump in, Bob, before we do uh full spoilers, I assume we're gonna talk about full spoilers. Um, Just um, just just theater. So I think
1: people will hold (laughs) off unless you really want to see this film, you'll hold off and to get it on demand or watch it when it's streaming. So I don't think we have to worry about that.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. So but if that's the case, please definitely uh skip to the end and we'll catch you next week. But yeah. Um all right. So let's get into it, man. So yeah, we have uh, we have, you know, a flashback to about 13 years ago, you have a, a black couple from Georgia who's vacationing in Haiti. The wife is very pregnant. Uh, she gets caught in, in essentially an earthquake that tears down the hotel that they're staying in. She's laying crushed under rubble, gets to the hospital. The, the husband uh, was not with her, but then comes back uh, to the hospital. He's left with the Sophie's choice. Hey, we can save your wife or we can save your daughter. And then it cuts forward to the future. So you don't, you don't know what choice he made jumping forward, but until the, you see his daughter. until the end of it, you end up seeing his daughter, well, but that, you don't see the yes. choice. But you know his his daughter right. survived. But but the, the choice will come back in the third yes. act, uh, you know, in flashbacks. But um, yeah. So his daughter do- his daughter is thirteen. Uh, you know, goes to us. You know, and it's just it's you know it's it's it's, it's single father. You know, he's a studio photographer. Uh, he's sending her off to school. Her best friend is a young white girl who comes from the Bible thumping family. There's three of them. Um. They, you know they seem to be very different, but you know, uh, you know, opposites attract. So they're apparently they're, the parents didn't their friends either, which right. was interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So these little girls uh, walk out of school one day after setting up a plan to hang out by saying, "I'm going to be at so and so's house, and you'll be at so and so's house." They go off into the woods and they essentially, through incantations, summon the devil. Damn it, I hate it when that happens. In a weird the little hidey hole. Isn't Pazuzu
1: yeah. the spirit that's the the, the main p- bad dude in the Exorcist? It's the Pazuzu.
0: Uh, you know what I? I don't know. I think so. Sounds about right. Sure, why not? Um, so yeah. So these little girls disappear for three days. They turn up uh, at a farm thirty miles down the road. You know, completely discombobulated, but they they walk there with no shoes. And uh, you know, they take the girls home. You know, the uh, the the religious family keeps th- their kid at home while. Uh, eventually, uh, our um, I'm I'm drawing a blanket. What's the daughter's What's name? His name? What's that? Oh, Victor was the name of uh, Leslie. Victor's the name. dad. Yeah, so Emma. Olivia? Yeah. yeah, Olivia uh, Alexandra. I don't. It doesn't matter. I know we're 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 so good at doing our homework. Girl anyway, one, girl two. <laughs> yeah, uh, girl one ends up in a mental institution while she's you know spitting uh, spitting out you know terrible things. And their next door neighbor uh, is uh, a nurse at the hospital, played by the same actress who's Aunt Lydia in uh, what's that show? My wife loves The Handmaid's Tale. Um, oh. Yeah, exactly. So she gets involved. She's very religious. She was someone who uh, washed out of uh, the convents, which was uh, in her younger years. doubt. Yeah. She, yeah. She's,
1: she's quite the renowned actress. Yeah. First, she thought exactly. she was just going to be a grumpy
0: lady yelling, Hey, get get your trash cans. Yeah, exactly. Get you the, the me of my neighborhood. Hey, get those kids. Up. I got I got these kids up the block right now that ride their bikes in the street. Makes me insane. We don't live on a cul-de-sac. We got kids zipping by at all speed. One of those kids is going to get run over someday. But I digress. That's <laughs> not your problem, Charlie. It's the 100. Br- the one that runs them over. <laughs> you know what? No, I yelled at these kids. I said, don't do that. And you know what? They keep doing it. I said, you know what? Uh, to quote uh, raunchy comedians, FM kids, <laughs> do what they want. it's not my problem. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, oh, the kids names are Catherine and Angela. Catherine and Angela. Angela. And yes, Angela is the white daughter. one. Yeah, there uh, you yes. go. No, Catherine
1: okay. is the, the the is the the is the daughter of the religious. Uh,
0: there folks. you go. So yeah, white one, black one. Got it. Um so anyway, uh th- things start to converge. Uh it's determined uh that uh there's definitely some devilish business going on here. So Victor, the dad, uh the single dad, seeks out Chris McNeil, that is Ellen Burson's character, who in 50 years in between has uh turned into a she wrote about her experience in the first film, went on tour with it, became very famous, but this caused an estrangement between her and her daughter Reagan, who's portrayed by Christy I'm gonna say Christy Swanson. No, it's who what is the name of the actress who played Reagan in the first film? Uh it was oh, is it here in her name. Damn it, it's not in the notes. It's Christy, not Christy McNichol. It's not oh my Christy. God. No, it, no, it's not. It's, um. I know. Oh. We're screwed. Um, but anyway, let, let's just let it float and maybe it'll come back to us. So anyway, Victor meets with, uh, meets with Ellen Burson's character, convinces her to get involved. But that really goes poorly quickly because Victor takes her to the white family's house and the devil possessed young white girl stabs her eyeballs out with a metal cross that falls off of Ooh. her that Whoa. was brutal. The whole time I was watching, it, I'm like, can this be like a vision that doesn't uh, really come to pass? Nope, it really happens. Well, it's real. Yep. Ellen Burson's in the hospital with her eyes, ra- you know, with her basically her eye sockets wrapped up, and it's totally jacked. So, you know, Victor's got to be feeling real bad because this lady was sitting out on her beach house on, on an island somewhere drinking whiskey, and now she's got no Live, eyeballs. Live, love, laugh. <laughs> Live, laugh, laugh. <laughs> You're laughing about having no eyeballs. Um so scream, it, sc- scars, yeah. no and sight. Yeah. That they yeah, that that I don't think you're gonna be able to market that. But anyway, yeah. it's you know, things have gotten so bad that they've gotten the church involved just like they did in the first place. And they have a, a, a local priest who's going to be in the mix, but then the church won't let him. Um, so he he he's on the property when they're going to perform the big séance. So they put him in the they put the they strap the two girls together back to back, and they've got him in the circle with the salt and all this different stuff. And all of the characters are there. Couple different preachers, the religious family, Victor, uh, Aunt Lydia is there, and they're all saying incantations and throwing shit, whatever it is. And the priest is sitting in his car outside. And he finally says, Finally, I'll get in the mix. And he comes in and he really looks like he's getting the shit done when. Catherine's devil character tears his friggin' head off, like spins his head around backwards, breaks his neck. And he yeah. Heads.
1: It was essentially the, the, the kids were doing their own like head turning like yeah. their own. And it was essentially causing him to have his head turned. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I'll give the film credit at this point. They wanted to go a different route because obviously the right. first film was so focused on the Catholic church where the Catholic church, this is modern times where they're worried about, Um, you know, perception and right. Reputation. They they said, oh, we recommend they seek psychological efforts where you got other religious and people of faith from different areas. you got more of the Protestant area with the, with the white family and their, 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 their pastor you got a uh, a guy that he, it was his neighbor that was more like in like the faith healing like you he talked about right. like snakes and 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 uh it, yeah and tongues. he
0: brought he brought in the uh it almost seemed like the kind of african people kind of similar Well and to, she was a yeah. different
1: yeah she was a different member of like cuz this is in georgia they're talking about how uh you know when the slaves were brought forward they Brought their um, faith along right. with uh, so people that were the natives,
0: little, little African tribal. In the land. You know, so you had heaven, these yeah. three
1: different groups, and that was the and, thing that really surprised me
0: yeah, the most. Yeah, you had Victor, who is an atheist, you know, he doesn't really believe in anything, but uh, that's, you know, in that third act, that was the crux of it when they're all standing there in the incantation circle. Yeah. And Ann Dowd, yeah. who basically, her character was great because.
1: She, you find out that she was supposed to be a nun and she because of something that happened to her life I don't want to spoil that because I think it's it's it's, it's something that you know people should you know have their own thoughts on it but yeah it was um, a big punch a
0: big emotional up, punch i think
1: yeah know. she essentially picked up the mantle from the
0: priest who wouldn't do it and she said i will take this on right and so she was leading until the priest showed up and then he got well his, you know his Waterloo and then she yeah. had to step back in um but at the end of it uh it was you know through flashback reve- revealed that you know in 13 years ago, the the Haitian doctor said, hey, we've got a choice. Uh, we can save your wife or we can save the baby, but we can't save them both. He says, please save my wife. And in Linda Blair, thank you very much. Todd put in the notes. That was that was uh, the Reagan character. Oh, my God. I don't know why that was escaping us. No, so, it's okay so victor says save my wife they move forward which, with doing that which his that.
1: daughter says to him and yes. you know as the devil the, because
0: the, the devil mind. the devil knows all the same way that god Correct. knows all if you look at it that way and uh, reveals that uh, to you know to that she knows and then it's now known to everyone in the room and of course the audience but yes in attempting to save the wife they don't and the baby the baby is saved instead um but through this revelation and through you know him confessing his ultimate well you know i love you you know you're my entire life blah 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 uh, the devil is driven from Catherine. Well, Ka- driven well, from Catherine.
1: Well, essentially, yeah, you get basically out of them. The two are linked. The two daughters are linked. Right. They're they're observing their their um uh, their their basically their life uh, their 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 life right. uh, signs L- life force through, the their, heartbeat. Yeah, correct. Their EKG, all all of their, their heartbeat together. They're linked, and so together they both say, "You one must live." for the other one to, you know, or one must die for the other one to live. And they're like, make a choice. So basically this is right. between the families and who's going to make a decision. At that point, none of them are making decisions. They're not allowed to touch the kids. They're basically right. um, essentially at a standstill to see if they can do anything to really make a difference by, uh, you know, exercising these, these girls. Right. Um, and at that point, then, you know, the dad of, uh, of, of, Is it Catherine? Yes. Catherine's the white girl. Um, He's the one that's the weak link. He's the one that is basically not going along with it. He doesn't take his shoes off when everyone else does. He shrinks away. He he
0: just can't get on board with the program. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we thought he made it. We thought I thought he made a turn where he does take off his shoes and comes back into the house. But then you find out he really didn't. And that's where. Everything goes to hell,
0: <laughs> it, so, so to speak, or or stays in hell. But yeah, you know. So essentially, uh, Victor is uh, successful in his appeal. The devil is driven from Catherine, but in doing this, and I and I guess this to me. Was the surprise because you figured, oh, there's going to be a happy ending. You know, uh, the, the devil is going to be defeated, but no, the devil the devil takes the life of, of Angela. She does well, that not was make the it.
1: ultimate trick, and yeah. the father fell for it. He was essentially right. saying, "You choose one," and you know, they didn't say the other one will live, but if you choose, someone what? will live, and, they, and that's where the devil got right. the dad, and then yeah. you saw essentially the, the 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 chaos that's left over. And I always right. I always wonder about that because you do see the police come. Right. And
0: yeah. And, and as, as a cop walking onto this scene, holy shit, it just looks like some kind of ritualistic murder. So, uh, yeah, I, I turned to April as I was saying, I said, you know, everybody's going to jail, right? <laughs> At least I was
1: going to say, yeah. how do you just yeah. like
0: solve that out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A party, so things got
1: out of control. You yeah, know, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The
0: ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. So so in the end of it, um, obviously Angela is spared, but we do get a nice button uh, to the end of the movie. Uh, we're back in the hospital. Um, Ellen Burstyn's character is sitting there, obviously staring into nothing because she has no eyeballs. She hears the door open, says, Victor, is that you? And no, mom, it's me. And there's Linda Blair as Reagan, reuniting with her mother. You know, doesn't really matter why she's there, but you know what, That's, that was that was nice. So now she can take care of her blind mom, and we can move... We can possibly move on to a sequel, but again, you know, I'll be what we're how are we looking now? It's Sunday as we're recording this. How are we looking for box office projections for opening Great weekend? Question because, because I think I think it'll drive. Was your th- how how full was your theater? You know, it was funny you should ask. It was, you know, we saw it on a Saturday at about 5:30. We had a really loud and obnoxious family in our row, and then uh, some people in front of us, some people behind us. So Saturday, not so much. Friday or even Thursday, preview nights, because I went to go buy the tickets and the stupid website came. It kept kicking me back to Thursday. Thursday, it looks like it did really well. You know, okay. so preview nights and people going out to see it, but by Saturday, and again, it was it was technically a, what was referred to in the old days as a matinee, like pre six p.m. What was not busy, um, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure. You know, and again, you know, here locally it was it was you know the weather was crappy early October, so something to drive people inside. So it's not like at least locally it had weather going against it, which you know it's, no. it can be weird in the Midwest. So yeah, I don't know. I so had, what,
1: what, There was like eight people in my theater, and I went to a six twenty showing on a Saturday. So so think v- that's the prime time to see this movie yeah at night and stuff
0: exactly so so what
1: what, what are we looking uh, at 27 million dollar weekend 11 so that's not bad for a 30 million dollar film yeah
0: Um, i mean it's it's you know bit for bit with you know removing marketing and saw x made
1: 18 million its debut none two made 32 so for horror i mean unless you're like
0: maybe halloween or like it typically those movies aren't like huge yeah, so you know, based on twenty-six versus thirty million dollar budget, but that's weekend one. There's probably some mitigating overseas budget that'll play into it. Um, so based on that, do you feel like you now, you know, the Halloween ended up being a trilogy? Is that also the plan here? Is that something that's been discussed? I'm, I feel like they, they want to make this really a so, new franchise. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I feel like there's a good chance based on that they could they could you know nudge it forward. Well, let me ask you this, you know, since you you've got. It, uh, how did how did Halloween the first of that return how did that do um uh, that get, did really yeah. well um okay but, just look that up uh, but but I would yeah I wouldn't go so far as saying almost kissing its budget domestic land on weekend one is doing really well it's it's not quite breaking not quite breaking even and again we're not talking marketing and which always doubles yeah, the budgets number that so.
1: movie came out in 2018 I mean so obviously pre pandemic right um and it made 255 million dollars worldwide 159 yeah. domestic opening weekend and its budget was only 10 so I mean,
0: oh the extra budget
1: yeah. uh opening weekend uh you know trying to find if i can find the opening weekend budget and it was re-released in 2020 that's weird um oh, wow yeah oh, domestic opening was 76 so like i said halloween yeah, so yeah, it seemed to be the two like or you know
0: Big. Those are, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the base, the foundation. Yeah. Cause uh, for, I mean, it's yeah. got a
1: big calling and people are aware of that yeah. Stephen King. So, I mean, in this instance, seems like it's in a good spot. I don't know if that's why you base a franchise on, Yeah, but also based on this movie ending kind of like it ended and yeah. there weren't like, there wasn't a, uh, uh, after credits scene. Right. And
0: no, I don't know. No maybe stinger. we
1: go with Reagan, maybe Reagan picks it up and she, takes over and maybe that's her calling cuz she sees what that this death will go after other
0: kids and maybe she picks yeah. it up that could be kind of cool could be I, I mean and again we'll watch it because we enjoy this kind of stuff so um so yeah i uh, i you know i enjoyed this film um i did like uh you know the hook at the end that they didn't go with the obvious route of and both girls were saved and everybody was great you know that there were some stakes and uh you know that the, the devil collected his bill um but in one way you had didn't a, save the day yeah you had a character arc of, of victor uh, being fa- being forced to face his his demon, literally, uh, you know, in so much that he you know chose his wife over his daughter. His, his Sophie's choice was he chose his wife, and um, and he didn't get he didn't get that, uh, and that's obviously something that he held you know in the corner of uh, of his heart. So I, I found that to be. You know, one of the more interesting parts of this film. So yeah, I like it. I like it. I would, I would say, go out and see it. And again, you know, we've spoiler casted you here, um, but I don't think that means you you won't enjoy the film because you don't oh. have our words to describe it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, and I would say, if this then releases in a, a spinoff where you see uh, uh, Linda Blair, who is not really even in the acting world anymore that I'm aware of these days, no. coming back and and doing a franchise out of steel, I think that'd be cool. That's my take. Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. I mean, she kind of came back for that. Now, one thing,
1: Charlie, I thought was good where, you know, basically where Victor's talking to um, uh, you know, at this point when he's first meeting Ellen Burstyn and he talked about it, and and, uh, she made a point to say, I was not allowed in during the exorcism. Basically, I was locked out. This one's completely different. The parents are all in on it, and you can see the good and the bad from that. The good is um, that they were there to show their love, their support, and be an anchor for those kids. But the other side, then you also got the parents being, um, weak and giving in, which essentially then led to one dying. So right. you can see both sides, the, the positive and negative of parents being involved in this. So, um, but you really lacked, um, the, the, the strength of the, the Catholic church this time. Yeah. And I, I like the alternate face coming together and yeah, uh, yeah it was really, yeah. I, I really liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. After yeah. Same here. All
0: of the reviews. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, correct. But, yeah. Well, cool. Well, all right, go out and support this film again in theaters right now. Uh, and that is the end of our program. So cool. We will be back next week with even more shocktober. Todd, you got the schedule on What do we talk about next week? uh good
1: question
0: because I I, then i have, to, two I have seconds. to turn around and watch it because i got a busy week at work. I, I got a trade show this week yeah werewolves within and we have a
1: guest lined
0: up for that Oh, very one. exciting yes. good deal we'll be sure to tune in on that but all right uh friends as always thank you for joining us todd where do people find you out there um you know, X is still a place where
1: there's a lot more people than threads. So, still check us out at uh, T Oxtra and at Secret Friends U. But also, I'm putting more stuff out on threads. So, at, I believe it's Todd Oxtra on threads because that's tied to Facebook on Instagram and those things. And also, Secret Friends Unite is on threads. So, check us out there as well.
0: Yes, that's an effort of mine. I got to get a little more serious on threads. My threads ties back to my Facebook, which Facebook, I I don't, I, I have issues with, don't use it much, but I am C3 Carpenter uh, on threads, spell it out. Um, but I'm more marginally uh, active over on X Twitter, where I'm at the C3, just go ahead and spell it out. Uh, my lovely wife, April, and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is one of the biggest chapters of the international Star Trek fan club. We are based here in West Michigan. We did a run fair yesterday, which was fun. Uh, we're helping out one of the chapters uh, in Southwest michigan that we launched uh recently at an event this upcoming weekend in kalamazoo michigan so we are out there spreading the good word of trek but uh, i'm also very privileged to run uh region 13 in addition to running the petoskey uh if you live in michigan or eastern canada and you're a trekker within the sound of my voice want to learn more about what we do uh give us good google at region 13 or uh USS grand petoskey get in touch with me and i will give you a hand but that's all i got uh, again, friends, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you, as always, that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. In the truck. The power of comp- of Christ compels you. Splat. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more.